Hello and welcome to the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. On this Best Deal episode, we will explore the human side of real estate investing with a seasoned pro about to make the legendary best deal of their life. A deal isn't just the investment, it is also the person executing it. Stay with us and learn what it takes to be the best investor possible. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Royal Smith. I'm the owner of Royal Legal Solutions, your one-stop shop for everything tax, business, and legal, especially for entrepreneurs and real estate investors, but really for anybody. I mean, where are you doing things right now, like even giving away completely free LLCs or even paying for the filing fees for people? Um, we're bringing people in for, for discounted consultations on tax strategy sessions so they can really double check to make sure that their CPAs are doing a great job for them. Uh, and, and as well as just giving people that, um, that high level advice to, to know that they're on the right path. Of course, we do everything down all the way to nit and gritty. We're a one-stop shop uh, for everything you need. We do it all here in-house for you. So I'm uh, with a good friend of mine, Evan Kirkpatrick. He's recently joined our tax team here at Royal Legal. Um, he is probably one of the smartest tax guys that I've ever run into, um, especially when it comes inside of this real estate space and how people are making great deals. How are they saving money on taxes? What's the, what's the tax mind tell us uh, about the, the way to uh, structure our deals as well as the asset protection with it, guys? So uh, we have uh, we're privileged to, to be here with Evan here today um, for him to tell us a little bit about here on Real Estate Nerds, um, the podcast about what uh, what makes a great deal. Uh, and we're gonna be talking about uh, syndication. So um, Evan, for everybody that uh, might have not met you before, um, what do they need to know about you and your background to understand this best deal um, that you're gonna be talking about today? So I've been a, a CPA for about a decade now. My background is in tax working with small businesses, real estate investors, real estate developers, high net worth individuals, a bunch of different people that have a lot of reasons to touch the real estate space. Uh, and it, you know, it's the only thing I've ever really done to make money. So I like to think that after a while, you know, at least for me, I've gotten pretty good at it. Uh, my background, you know, before that I grew up in central Texas. My family's lived in central Texas for 150 years, pretty much. Uh, went to the university of Texas at Austin. Great place. If you want to be around, smart business people. Uh, there's just no, no end of sight of what the Austin business and entrepreneurial scene looks like now. Uh, and I don't think anyone really expected that 25 years ago. And it's just become a, a boom town in every way right now. Uh, and that creates for real estate in particular, it creates an interesting case study for the challenges that happen when you've got a lot of smart people and a lot of money chasing deals in a constrained market. Uh, about three years ago, I started, I acquired a practice here in the north side of Austin, moved back home after spending about six years in Houston working for national firms. And since then, been really trying to, to develop a, a business for helping small business owners understand what they need to be doing from a tax perspective, from a financial perspective, and trying to tie all that stuff back into achieving the big goals we all have, because that's really what it comes down to is that if you're a real estate investor, you're in real estate for a reason, for a financial reason, for a lifestyle reason, and everything we do, we want to help achieve that goal. We want to make sure that all of our efforts, tax planning, financial planning, legal planning, all of those things are helping us towards that goal, and we're not doing anything to hinder us from that. 
Absolutely, um, Evan, thanks for sharing that. And um, I, I know that uh, part of what your, in your you know, decade long experience working with real estate investors and, and working on the tax side of things, that you work with a lot of syndication deals. Um, could you give us some, some insight around a particular deal that you did that was um, successful? And uh, maybe we can talk about like, what does it look, what is a, what is a really good syndication deal look like at the very beginning uh, of the deal after we get kind of some scope on maybe some of the more particulars about this particular deal. So I've worked on syndicators of all sorts of different things in real estate. Uh, we're talking syndication deals that were really just like raw land. Ultimately, we're going to buy this land. We might kind of scratch around on it, build up some development pads or whatever, but ultimately like it's a buy and hold um, to multifamily to a lot of commercial deals. And the best, you know, a syndication in particular, the big thing there is that you're buying, you have to have potential when you buy in. There has to be a theory in there about we're gonna buy this. These deals are ROI driven, which means that, you know, what I really means in that is that we have to be able to sell it five years from now for a good chunk more than we paid for it in some form or fashion. Cash flow is not really enough to drive those deals to be what everyone wants them to be. There has to be a big upside idea at play at the core of a syndication deal. When you're doing single owner real estate, especially when you're kind of dealing with small residential, single family, duplexes, fourplexes, that sort of thing, you can buy on pure cash flow. And that makes sense. And that's kind of what those assets are best at unless you're, unless you're actively trying to flip them. But if you are doing a syndication deal, the way that they are structured is incentivized for there to be big upside. The guy that's running the deal, and some of you hearing this are probably, you know, if you're, if you're in small real estate deals, most of the guys that I talk to that are starting out in single family they're all like, yeah, I want to get into multifamily someday. And then some of those people are going to be, yeah, I'm going to, I want to get into commercial or storage centers or whatever. You have to have the way those deals are structured as the developer, you've got to have that big upside play at the core uh, because a, it's not a singles and doubles game. It is a home run game and you make the money on the deals that really outperform incremental improvements aren't going to be enough in that context. So what do you see when you're looking at like a you know, particular syndication deal? Um, what are the ones that you've seen that have done, done really, really well? And, and what, what indicators did you have in the beginning of looking at those deals that told you that that was going to be a likely a big winner for, you know, for yourself or one of your clients? It goes back to, you know, what's that core thesis at play there? What's, what's the big, what's the big driver of value for you? Oh, okay. So you're getting that fair saying, it's like, Hey, you're, you want to start targeting, targeting syndication deals where it's a big value at, you know, like, give me, give me a property that's not horrible, you know, that's maybe a, like pretty okay somewhere in there. And then, uh, then come up with a theory that you can tell me about Mr. Dealmaker that says that you're going to take this property and make it 2x inside of five years or something like that. Yeah, there has to be, you can't just kind of, you know, sometimes, sometimes in the single family space, you can kind of buy something that's like, you know, 
this is a $1 asset that I'm buying at 88 cents or something like that. And it doesn't need a lot of work and you can kind of just turn it around. You know, you can do a few little things. You kind of just reprice it and you can just hold on to it. And it's a good kind of long-term play. These aren't like that because of the way, the way that these syndications work are that the people that bring the money to the table. So I'm a, like, if you're a listener and you're talking about maybe doing a big multifamily deal, the way that these are structured is that your money people get a guaranteed rate of return first. Um, you might get some fees and stuff like that for, for running the deal, but that's just kind of enough to pay for your operational costs. At the end of the day is you as the main guy, it's based on you making a big number so that all of your investors are really happy first. And then after that, then you get paid, then you get your cut. So you've got to have something that is not just going to be, I'm going to make, you know, it's not just, I'm going to buy this thing for a dollar and sell it for a dollar five. I'm going to buy this thing for a dollar and I'm going to sell it for $3 because it's, you know, it's badly mismanaged. It's just in bad shape and no one's really taking care of it. Uh, there's issues inherent to the situation that I'm equipped to overcome that someone else couldn't. I bring some unique value to the table in terms of, you know, maybe that's just like, I'm really good at rehabbing apartment complexes. Um, and, and that's why, like, as a syndicator, you know, in a multifamily deal, you know, the first one, if it's just kind of a nuts and bolts syndication sort of deal, we buy, we buy a rundown apartment complex and we turn it into a nice apartment complex. People don't tend to, to hit a lot of homers in the first deal because they're not, you know, they're not necessarily as good at some of the operational stuff in there. You know, no one, no one's going to be a great person at picking contractors the first go around because you just don't, you don't have the frame of reference. It's something very different than whatever you've done before. Uh, but ultimately like there's gotta be some unique value you bring to the table. Like I'm gonna learn how to really run apartment complex rehabs uh, really efficiently. I know I'm gonna learn what exactly I need to do, how to manage it, who to hire, what I don't need to do and how to get get this up to the highest price I can get in this market in the most efficient manner possible. That's a lot of value, but there's other ways that there's other forms of value too. That's kind of when people talk about doing syndications and multifamily deals, that's kind of the one that that's kind of the, the method that comes to mind is this is just, it's operationally mismanaged. There's a lot of deferred capital expenditures. You know, it's just not well placed in the market that it's in stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of like the nuts and bolts way to think about people think about syndications, but there's other ways to do it. That there's other, there's other A plus skills you can bring to the table that will make money in that sort of context that are probably that are I can tell you that are actually more unique skills uh, that are very valuable. What are some of those uh, unique skills that come into play that make it really valuable if you're looking to either be a syndicator or perhaps, you know, invest in a syndication deal? Whenever I talk about real estate with people, it's like, and, and how to run a real estate business. And if you are listening to this and you own any real estate, you have a real estate business. It might not be one that takes lots of work. It might not be something, you know, you have to you can might you know might own a couple of rent houses and you only put a few hours a month into it yourself and you you can kind of contract out for a bunch of stuff, but you have a real estate business. 
in my mind, there's fundamentally four core skills in real estate and you have to be really good. You got to be okay at all of them or you have to be able to understand what it looks like to be okay so you can get other people to help you be okay. But there's four core skills in real estate. We kind of talked about one, which is essentially like rehabbing and, you know, the nuts and bolts of physical real estate. Like I'm a good, I understand general contracting or, you know, rehabs or just like what it takes to make a bad piece of real estate into a good piece of real estate. Another one is financing. Like a lot of it for being a syndicator can just be, you know, I have, I know how to raise money. I can get, you know, maybe I'm not as good at some of this stuff as other people are, but I can raise money. I have good relationships with banks. I've got good credit. I can finance a deal in a very efficient way. And that reduces the pressure on everything else to have to knock it out of the park to make good money because we can finance the deal. Our holding costs are a lot less than anywhere else. Um, and that's kind of, that's a networking based skill. Another one, and in a lot of ways, in my opinion, this is the most valuable one because it's the most scalable one in a lot of ways, is I'm really good at finding deals. Of whatever kind of deal I'm looking for, I'm just really good at making sure I get more than my fair share. I get, I'm the biggest dog at the bowl when it comes to, you know, I want a certain kind of apartment complex, or I want a certain kind of duplex, or I want a certain kind of small strip center or something like that. And out there on the market, there are deals like this. And there are a lot of people, it, it doesn't matter what kind of real estate deal that you're looking for right now. This is not 2008 and 2008 or 2009 are not coming back anytime soon, most likely. Even if there's some price retraction, it's just not going to be like it was a decade ago. And so it doesn't matter what your real estate niche is right now. In, in this bigger pockets world where there's all this information out there that we're adding to today, there's going to be a lot of people hunting whatever kind of deal it is you're looking for. And you have to, if you know how to get more than your fair share by the relationships you have with realtors or your marketing campaign, or, you know, you've got a, you and your team have a great operation essentially cold calling owners and, and getting a much higher percentage of good deals through than other people in your space. In a lot of ways as a syndicator, or as a single family, you know, whatever kind of real estate guy you are, if you can get deals that meet your criteria and you can get more than you should considering your circumstances, that is the best way of all to kind of be able to get what you need to get. And, you know, that scales you can. And what I mean by scale is that that means you can do more of them. If I can find deals and I'm good enough at the operational stuff and I'm good enough at getting the money and I can find deals that, you know, your, your sky's the limit there. The fourth and final, in my opinion, skill, which is harder to describe in a lot of ways, or it's harder to kind of understand, but is honestly maybe the most important one is building a team because you can find other people to do the things you're bad at. I'm a tax guy. The reality is, is that's what I do. People don't want to do their own tax returns. People don't want to have to understand the tax code, nor should they. It's very complicated. It doesn't make sense for a single person 
any one person to go and understand all the stuff I know because I've been doing it for a decade and I can't sit here and say I understand everything about the tax code. So it doesn't make sense for people to go out there and learn all the stuff I do. So they pay me to do it. And you can do that in most of this stuff about real estate. That's what general contractors are for. That's what real estate brokers are for. That's what banks are for. That's what any number of professional services that are out there are designed to do. But you have to also get those people to want to talk to you, to want to do business with you, to, to an extent, want to favor your success over their own um, because they like you and they want to keep doing business with you and they know that you respect them and that you respect what they want to do and you're also there to help them. And you can gather a group of people around you to help you to do success, to help you fill in the gaps or when you fall down, they'll, they'll pick you back up. Or it's, you know, here's this deal out here and I might could do something with it, but I know that you'll do well if I bring it to your plate. And building that team together, that's the most scalable thing of all in a lot of ways. If you can get people to want to work with you and you show that you respect them and you'll help them reach their goals, that more than anything else can fill in all the deficiencies in anything else. Sage advice there, Evan. Uh, very, very cool. Well, one thing um, I always like to wrap up every real estate nerds episode with a like a lesson learned um, from it. And uh, one thing that um, that you reminded me of here today is like, it's just like, you know, keep it high, make sure you're hitting your base hits, you know, make sure you're keeping the high level things checked off, you know, like, where are you, where, where are you the strongest? Where am I the strongest in what I'm doing? Is it, am I the deal maker, you know, or, or where do I fit into this team um, of people to be able to make a successful real estate transaction? Uh, come through. If, there, if you were going to leave the audience with like a lesson learned from the day, what would that be? Do what you're good at. You know, in that matrix, it's easy, you know, it's easy to, to listen to people like us and, you know, people, people that share their knowledge uh, as part of what they do. And whenever you hear the most recent one, it's easy to be like, I can do that. But each person like us that kind of tells you about what we're what we see is the route forward or anything like that. Everyone's kind of coming from the angle of, this is what my best skill is. Everyone out there as an investor, you have to know or figure out what it is that you're really strong at. And you structure everything you're doing to leverage that skill. You don't want to spend time shoring up all the deficiencies because you can if you're running any sort of operation, you can go down the list and there are 95 things you can be doing on any given day. Um, there's always gonna be that core skill that you have that you're better than your peers. And that's what you wanna use to leverage to find your success. Uh, for awesome. me, that's tax and finance. Like I understand, I understand numbers and I understand how to relate numbers to people's real situations. You know, it wouldn't make sense for me to spend all my time, you know, like I'm going to go run some H&R block shop. That's about, that's all about scale and volume and like, how do we get people in and out as quickly as possible? That's not what I'm the best at. I'm best at kind of helping people understand their overall situation. So that's, I'm going to build a business to try to take advantage of that. If you're a real estate person, just think through, you know, what about, what about real estate really actually excites you? Besides my making money, everyone likes making money. Um, but what about the process makes you happy? What, a, what about the process of buying and rehabbing and renting and selling real estate? Like really makes you get up in the morning. 
figure that out, figure out what you're really strong at and push that advantage for all it's worth, because that's how you're really going to find success. It's not about showing up weakness. It's about finding your strength and leveraging it as hard as possible. Yeah, that's right. And forming the right relationships and partnerships. So you don't have to, you don't have to make, try to make your strengths or your weaknesses, your strengths, you know, because you have somebody else, you have a teammate that's covering that for you. Um, so that's a great point with that, Evan. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show here today. Um, everybody, of course, this is Evan Kirkpatrick. Uh, he's a CPA over here with Royal Legal Solutions. Um, he uh, is he is just as he describes to be. Where what we're doing right now with everybody is uh, we're offering the opportunities for people to come now, uh, have all of their tax, their business, their legal, all underneath one roof. So that way you have one coordinated team that's working on this, that's thinking deeply, not just into the the short-term things that you need to do right now, but also looking to what do you need to be thinking about long-term. Um, the, uh, the tax and legal, all these things work best when they're done proactively. Trying to retroactively correct a tax situation, um, it, it's, it's, you can do some, but it's very limited. In a legal context, almost nothing works retroactively when it comes into the type of work we do, so it's all proactive. Uh, so what we have going on right now, guys, is we have, you know, asset protection consults. We have tax consults uh, that come through to walk you through um, different, uh, different angles of this, whatever you're needing right now. Uh, we're still giving away the free LLCs promotion right now, guys. We're even paying the filing fees for those. So just get everybody in the door. Get everybody talking to us to uh, start sharing all the information that we have because, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're in it for is we're in it to impact other people's lives. Uh, and make their lives better. So um, thanks so much for joining us uh, here today on the Real Estate Nerds podcast. Uh, we'll be seeing you guys uh, around the way here very soon. That's all for this Best Deal episode, and I'm your host, Scott Royal-Smith, with the Real Estate Nerds podcast. When investments go good, they can go great. Your legendary Best Deal could be your next one, so keep at it. Thank you for joining us, and if you enjoyed the show, leave a review to help clue in those sleeping masses for what they need to know and what we all need reminders of. Do your good deed for the day, and I'll see you again soon.